Hello and welcome to Gloss Over, a podcast for creators, artists, entrepreneurs, spirit seekers, beauty lovers, and bosses. We're taking a deep dive into topics that we just can't gloss over. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Gloss Over Podcast. I'm one of your co-hosts, Megan Whelan, makeup artist, entrepreneur, and beauty professional. Hey, gang, it's Caroline Trudeau, culture maker, experience innovator, slalom strategist, and the creator of the Voices Collection.com. What up, girl? What up, girl? What's hey, happening? girl. Hey, girl. Hey, hey. Um, it's good. All the things. Another week. Another week. Here we are. We be back. See you on Tuesday. See you next Tuesday, girl. See you. So, listen, I want to jump into something. Okay, go. Real quick. Yes. So, last week we talked about my corporate life that I have returned to yep. this quarter. And I just love watching you kind of wince at like, <laughs> ooh, you have to be somewhere between nine and five. And I don't, I'm not a hater. I know you're not a hater. I'm not a hater. I but love But you that. have a physical reaction. Yeah. So... You made this decision six, seven years ago mm-hmm. to freelance. Mm-hmm. Talk to me about what it is that continues to fuel this passion for freelancing. Oh, because it feels like jumping backwards off a cliff. <laughs> <laughs> and I kind of like it. You like adventure? I do. Um, yeah, for me, so I guess to understand why, you have to understand me a little. Yeah. And I am absolutely one of those people that, has full faith and trust in a leader or in a boss or in someone so long as I determine that they're capable of doing their job effectively and I determine that they're a good leader and if they motivate me and if they make me want to do better if they don't I like don't want to be here do you know Um, what I mean so like for me for me I would not say that I am not I'm not cut out for that but it has to be a sweet slice of the right leader and the right person and the right culture. And like, I definitely feel like my, my personal ethics and things like that have to sort of align with what the company is doing. So like, I obviously couldn't go to work for like a pharmaceutical company. Like it's a very specific thing that I'm looking for. It's sort of a, a a golden unicorn that I have not yet found. And so for me, freelance was the obvious choice because I am constantly bossing people around. I tell people what they should do all the time, which is a flaw I have. Um, (laughs) And I'm a workaholic. So it's like, I don't want to pour my heart into soul, heart and soul into something that people may not appreciate. So I'm just going to do it for myself because I trust in my belief is to lead myself to the right thing. And I think for the most part, I do the right stuff. So I'm just like, I, yeah, I don't, it's not that I don't play well with others. It's not that I don't like a team, but I'm super critical. And that really is a disadvantage when you're working like with a team. Like it's not, it's not, it does not serve me well to be critical. Yeah. So rather than work on that, I'm just going to go play by myself. (laughs) (laughs) So that's the scoop. Yeah. That's the tea on that. So your expectations of a leader are so high oh my God, that, that it's like really difficult to find the leader that you're looking for. Yeah, it's so un- it's unrealistic, frankly. All yeah. my expectations are, are 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 dramatically unrealistic of self and of others. And so I think when people witness me being critical of other people, it, I come off as like this bitch. But 
if they knew how critical I was of self, it would sort of put it in context and they would be like, oh, she's just a fucking whack. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then the pressure that you put on yourself. It's tremendous. Yeah. It's it's more than I put on other people. It's really interesting because you essentially quoted Simon Sinek right now. I did? Yeah. I love him. I love him too. My favorite quote is, if you can't find the leader that you wish you had... I'm sorry. If you can't find the leader that you're looking for, be the be the leader that you wish you had. Really? Yes. Oh my god. Okay, my favorite so, quote. All right. Okay. And it's so interesting because it's you are manifesting it by being a leader yeah. in your business, mm-hmm. and I'm manifesting manifesting it by focusing on what I can do as a leader mm-hmm. in a corporation. Interesting. So you're an entrepreneur. Entrepreneur, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But That's this is thing. so interesting yeah. because you just described a common theme that we have, but it manifests itself in a totally different way. I didn't know that Simon Sinek said that, but that oh, makes yeah. me feel better. It makes me feel like I'm not, it makes me feel like I'm leveraging a strength instead of like exploiting a weakness that I have. You know what I'm saying? Like rather yeah. than rather than stick it out and, and fix it, quote, unquote, fix it. Um yeah, I felt like I was. It was kind of a cheap shot to just like walk away and like do it. Like fuck this, I'm just gonna go play by myself because I can't stand how all of you operate. And like I hate, <laughs> I hate people that are lazy. I don't hate people. I don't hate anybody. I I dislike working with people that don't have the drive that I have. I dislike working with people who are not inspired, who are just like literally showing up. I dislike leaders who um, don't inspire. And I, I like aggressive leadership, and I like control and command leadership. Yeah, I like my guardrails. I'm, I'm really good at following those things so long as I believe in you. Like if, if I know that you are not leading us off some cliff, then I'm with you, right? Like I am your ride or die. Um, but too often in my corporate life, I've been the victim of my own success. So like my hard work is exploited. I am not celebrated or inspired. They dump on me because they know I need very little supervision. Right. Um, you know, the people that are less, less than... Um, that aren't producing get all the attention and I don't get any because they know I don't need it. And instead of being rewarded for that, I'm just rewarded with more shit to do. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck all of you. Like, yeah. Fuck all the way off. Like I'm just done. I'm not doing that. So that's why I chose this path. Any regrets? None. That I didn't do it sooner. That mm-hmm. I didn't do it like right out of high school. Because if I had given this 15 more years, I cannot even imagine where I would be. So what advice do you give your 15-year-old self or your – how old are you when you graduate high school? Sorry. 18. 18. 18. Yeah, 18. Oh, I would have been like, girl, you're cut out for it. You just need to believe and you just need to do it. And you just need to go get an education and you need to network and you need to find the right people. And you need to, yeah, just find your people. Um, because I was raised to believe that I had to have like a government job with a pension and all these things. which was a very – I don't want to say antiquated because it's still a solid way to make a living for yourself. Uh, yeah. No doubt about it. But – um, I, I still do kind of low key feel like my, my, my mom's waiting for me to like get a real job. Um, and that's one thing, like, I just don't think they, I, I don't think she, she quite gets the whole new wave of entrepreneur. Um, I don't want to say influencer type, but people can, people can make money doing all kinds of crazy things now. Yeah. Like, it's crazy to think about. Um, so yeah, I would just, I would just say go for it like get a get a set of goals and go for it but i also appreciate that you have to try things on for size in life and wear them around the store and like see if they're comfortable and yeah. if it isn't then that's okay like sometimes it takes you till you're 
28, 30, 35, 40, 50, 70 to figure out what you want to do. And that's fine. Like it's never too late also. It's never too late. No. Yeah. 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 So I want want to touch on get a real job. Mm -hmm. How do you feel um, like the market response to the term freelancer um, has affected like you, you and your business and you know, should people be afraid of that bucketizing? I don't think so. I mean, I, to be, I mean, honest, like I think freelance, I mean, you know, I, I have always said this and I think, you know, the people that I, the people not necessarily in my industry, but the people in my sphere that I really admire are like Kelly Coutrone. And she said something once that just really stuck with me. She's like in, in this business and it is true for mine as well. She's in fashion. I'm in beauty. It's like they're freaks and followers in this business and you're either a freak or a follower and I'm definitely not a follower. So I look at the freelancers like the freaks, like they're the ones out there doing their own thing, making their own rules, running their own business, either, you know, successfully or not, whatever that looks like for them. But I don't think it has to be negative. I think it's brave. I think it's, um, it's kind of, you have to have a little bit of moxie to like moxie. thumb your nose at everybody and be like, love that word. Yeah. Like to thumb your nose at, um, how the standard works and things like, that. I mean, it's really, it's hard. It's not, it's yeah. not for, you cannot be a weenie if you want to freelance. You just can't, you have to have like a super thick skin and you have to really like, Find whatever your North Star is and, and and follow it and just do not let lose sight of it, whatever that is for you. I love this freaks and followers idea. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to quote another Tell famous it. man. Oh. Steve Jobs. Oh, what did he say? He's the people forward. who are crazy enough to think that they can change the world are the ones that do. Mm, yeah, I don't think I can change the world, but I like where he's going with that. Like I can't knock a Steve Jobs quote. Yeah. I mean, I don't think I'm changing anything. I mean, I might be, I, I, I have a, a small sphere of influence and like the people that I meet every day and like the clients that I meet every day, like hopefully I bring a little something to the table. As you know, I'm one of the, I want to add value to every instance that I'm in again, because I have a standard that's super high. Like she's just here taking up space or is she adding value? You yeah. Know what I mean, so I feel uh, pressure to be valuable though I know deep down like spiritually just like me being up there's my presence is like I am value regardless of what I produce and what I do um but yeah more than anything I think I'm just I'm just kind of cut out for this it it I it it suits me I think yes it really does it really does um, I asked you that questions about like that question about getting a real job and like the perception of freelancers because you know we are in a period where more and more people are choosing their own adventure. Yeah, yeah, it is a pick your own adventure kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, and sure. um, I worked with a lot of freelancers when I was a freelancer myself, and sometimes um, I would feel judgment a little bit, like. Oh, like just, I don't know. I can't like pinpoint a specific person. From like other freelancers basically. Or no, from people who are, were in corporate. Oh. That, you know, we're like, oh, freelancer is just an excuse for somebody who's not good enough to have like. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I I felt that a little bit and I was like, like, actually. Little little scummy bottom feeders that just pick up the leftovers. Like we're just, we're just working on little things, you know, and, and actually. To that I say fuck off. (laughs) Shocking. I did too mm-hmm. until I found my perfect corporate job. Oh, it's fine. I mean, listen. I think I think t- t- that you can that you can navigate both worlds is really amazing. 
um, I've done corporate freelance, which is yeah another weird and wonderful category. Um, and I don't. I think it's. I think it's very like you really do have to pinpoint what it is that you want to do. And I think you the one of the most crucial exercises in determining how you're going to how you're going to actually do this is to have like a really introspective moment of like yeah. what are my weaknesses like you, you kind of know what your strengths are but you really have to dive deep into what your weaknesses are mm-hmm. and then surround yourself with people that will help you change those so for me my my biggest weakness i think coming out of the gate was just confidence and so i really needed to surround myself with people that were super fucking confident because that shit is contagious. Yeah, that can like, rub off on you. Absolutely. If you're a negative person, find positive people. If yeah. you're not confident, find confident people. If you need skills and like technically you're weak, take a class. Go find people that will technically help you with your skills. So yeah. you have to really... It takes be, a tribe. Yeah, and you can't be this like fucking dick who thinks that you're the God's that gift. you know to everything. Your, no, because yeah. you don't. And I think humble is a huge part of it. Humility, of course. Humility. Um, so there's a lot of aspects to it, but I think having like a, a list of like, where am I good and where am I not good? If you're not good with the money part, then get a fucking accountant. If you're not good exactly. with the, if you're not good with like the social media strategy stuff, like start following people on social that will help you do it. Like there's or hire million, somebody or to hire help you. somebody to help you. Like there's a, there's a million things that pick, that, pick the things that you're going to invest in. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot, there's a lot to consider when making the choice. And it also is one of those things. I think people assume that one day you just get the shits of it and you like walk out of your corporate job and you throw your badge on the desk and you're like, I'm done. And it isn't that way. Like have strategy. What is your exit strategy? Like I want to have six months of income in order to give this a shot. And that way in 90 days, in four months, if it's not looking good, I still have two months to find another job if I need to kind of thing. So I think... Yeah, you, you have to plan for being that. Being brave of is important, but also like having a plan yeah. to actually do it and setting a goal for yourself like oh, yeah. money-wise so you have a safety net is important. And also, if you have a like, if you have a partner that's not supportive, get, lose that person. I mean, if you have friends that aren't supportive, lose those people. If you have family that doesn't support you, lose those people. Like it's literally that simple. You do you. Yeah, walk away from those who do not support your crazy cockamamie ass idea. Cat yeah. pajamas. If you want to design cat pajamas and you want to be the biggest, most fashionable, fabulous freelancer for cat pajamas and your people don't believe that you're a cat pajama designer, <laughs> lose them. Go design your fucking cat pajamas. That's a great well, whatever example. the thing you want to do, yeah. like you have to surround yourself with support because there's going to be days that suck. And there's going to be days that that make. Oh my you, god! That, so many like, days that suck. So many days you're like, "What in the actual fuck am I doing?" Yeah, yeah. And you need to be able to phone to, to activate the phone tree and like get people to be yeah. like. And for me, one of the most important people, obviously, other than my spouse, who's super supportive, is my business partner. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know that I could do it without her. But again, like before we decided to jump on to this partnership, we had a very real conversation about like what it looks like. She's a mother. She has a family. There's she has other things that are important to her that I have to be respectful of. And I yeah. am, but I also respect and the girl hustles her butt off. And it's one of the yeah. things I love about her. And she's not overly emotional. And she doesn't make decisions on her emotion. She's very she's we're very similar in that respect, but we also have strengths and weaknesses that are opposite and you complement each other. Each other for sure. Yeah. So would you do would you do it alone if you didn't have Rachel? I did do it alone for a long time. Yeah. I was doing it for probably Oh God, two years before I actually met her. 
And I met her in an in aesthetic school. That's where we met. And okay. we, were, we were dipping our toe in and we had been doing it for a while. We had, I was in a salon at the time, but I was part-time and I was freelancing on the side. And I was trying, I was again, working on that strategy of exit yeah. that I was talking about. Going all in. That's yeah. when I met her. And I was like, this girl is the tits. Like she's amazing. She had a positive energy, but she was also really with it. And like, that's the stuff that, as you know, I like, I love positivity, but I also like people that are very competent. And yeah. Like, I just and then keep it real. Yeah, and we've yeah. been friends ever since. And we worked. We didn't work together. We worked alongside one another because, as a freelancer, it's also very lonely. So she was one of the people that I would reach yeah. out to, and I was like, "What the fuck?" And she would do the same for me. And um, one day we were like, "Yo, we should just do this together because." We can be better together. Let's put this show on the road. That's how it happened. Then, but then again, we started strategizing a partnership because I don't think I don't think you jump into shit like without thought. Yeah. Sometimes you take crazy jobs and you're like, "What the hell was I thinking?" But yeah. And then also, too, one thing I would another piece of advice that I would give my young self is really be focused on quality not quantity and you don't have to say yes to everything that comes to you i feel like these themes like what you're talking about right now resonates so hard in me yeah yeah because these concepts apply to you know life in general yeah they do and well it is your life like exactly it is your, i mean it, my life my life and my work are kind of all and i like that i like that I can get up and have a morning and then work like my ass off for the afternoon and have my evening free. Or if like I want to write an article, I have, you know, the space and time to do that. I don't like, I love the uncertainty. Like what you love in something is often the thing that also makes you like, it's often the thing that gives you anxiety. So yeah, that scares you a little bit in your partner. It's the same thing. Like I, yeah, you might love that your person is extremely kind, but then you might also hate the fact that they're a pushover because they're kind. Right. So like, it's the same thing. The thing that you love about something is also the thing that you will inevitably find fault with at some point. So Mm -hmm. that's so true. The flexibility of it all is amazing, but then like the uncertainty of it can be really crushing sometimes. So you don't, you know. You oh just, my gosh, yeah, the crush, like, like, oh my god, how am I going to pay my mortgage? Yeah. Sort of thing. I mean, it just works out. So yeah, you have to, you it have to out. trust and believe that you're doing the right thing yeah. for yourself. Absolutely. Yeah, and put it out in the universe. Mm-hmm. Don't put the nasty stuff out there. No. Put the good stuff put out the there. Put the good stuff out. Yeah. Would you? I'm totally putting you on the spot. Um, would you mentor um, young entrepreneurs? Yeah. Yeah. I would love to educate. Because well, you're kind of doing that now on the podcast. Like this is one vehicle for that. It is, but let's be real. I do love when people ask me my opinion. I mean, <laughs> hello. Um, this is an opinion podcast. I don't know that I would. I mean, hmm. as a, so as of next summer, I'll be able to actually literally apprentice people to get a license in the state of Maryland. Ooh. Um, Will I want to do that? Probably not, because that's a really big investment on my time. Um, and I've also been kind of burned in the past by just like, like you know, people that kind of want something for themselves, and they come to you under the guise of like, this is going to be great, and we're going to do awesome things together. And when you're young in this, you're like, okay, awesome, yeah, like you just trust everybody. Um, and I just have, to be honest, I have some really significant trust issues. I've had people attempt to steal clients and opportunity, and I don't really think that those things can be stolen, to be honest. I don't think you can steal people's clients. I think it's a relationship business. Yeah. Like if you, like if, if, if a person or an, or an opportunity can be taken from you, then 
that person or opportunity wasn't that so Probably, long. Exactly. To begin with. So like if it's up for grabs, someone can get it. Um, but so it wasn't so much the opportunity that was taken or the clients that were attempted to be taken. It was that this person showed me who they were, that they were going to come in and be fake and do this thing where they're like, yeah, we can do all these awesome things. And then they totally stab you in the back because freelancing can be super fucking competitive. So you yeah. have to be able to navigate all these other folks that are trying to do the same thing that you are trying to do. And I am, I mean, I, I recommend other people all the time if I'm committed to something and I have a client, a good client who's trying to find someone, I recommend my circle of people, but it's taken me years to cultivate a circle that I trust with my book of business that I would send other clients to. Because if I didn't know, you know, Jane Doe and I sent her in on set to do this job and that, Got a client could potentially book her instead of me going forward in the future. And like, you got to watch your ass a little bit. Yeah. And you have to know that the people that you are referring and that you are doing all these things with have integrity. And that takes time to figure that out. Yeah. Because people you have will, to learn it first well, and then you've got to fine tune it and hone in on it. And, and people will show you their whole ass when given the opportunity. <laughs> like they will show you their whole ass if they, yeah. I mean, like it happens. It's a moon show. It's stupid and people don't recognize that you know especially our community like the dc like baltimore metro area is pretty small and everyone knows everyone um and word travels yeah i imagine really really quickly so if you pull some shady shit everyone in the tri-county area is going to be very aware of the dumb shit that you just did because there's a group message that went out about your dumb ass so have integrity have integrity don't do it If, if you wouldn't want someone doing it to you don't do it to someone else that's like golden it's a golden fucking rule but People don't always follow it. So, yeah, it's important. Do on to others. That's right. Okay. So, as we wrap it up, do you want to give a shout out to anybody in your tribe in the DMV? Other than Rachel, obviously, which Rachel, you need to come on the podcast. I know, please. We need to get Rachel on the podcast. Um, yeah. So, Dana Trant. I want to meet you. It's been too long. <laughs> it's been too long. Um, Dana Trantis of The Brushing Bride. She's the tits. She's amazing. Um, she is probably the most carefree, care- caring, selfless, generous person in the in, in the industry that I know. Um, Dana. Dana Trantis. Please come on the podcast. The Brushing Bride. She's a, she is a fucking blast in the glass girl. She's so fun. Oh, my God. Um, obviously, Rachel, um, Danny Sismanakis Rivera of Limelight Looks. She's another boss. Amazing girl. Megan Plasek at Megan Elizabeth Artistry. She's up in Pennsylvania. She's amazing. Um, Behind the Veil. My girl Angela Papa, she's amazing. Like there's a ton, there's like there's tons, there's tons. There's, there's tons. Too many, too many to, to thank. Too, too many. many to thank, but too I'll many. take my award. That's right. Yeah. So hey, gang, you got any questions for Megan? Mm-hmm. You want to know more about what it's like to be on that freelance train? You have topics you want us to cover. Tell them where they can find us. You need to head over to Instagram and find us at Glossover Babes. You can find us on Twitter at Glossover Pod. And if you want to be old fashioned about it and email us, you can do so at glossoverpod at gmail.com. And until next time, freelance away. Okay, love you. Bye bye. The end. The end. The end. The end. The end. Thank you for listening. Have a topic you'd like us to gloss over? Hit us up on Twitter at Glossover Pod and find us on the web at thevoicescollection.com slash glossoverpod.